Ah, summer. The best time of the year usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. But what if there was another way? With IKEA, your summer plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. At IKEA, everyone can have lounge chair access. No reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, they have all of the essentials that you need to soak up summer in style no matter the size of your space. Start planning a better summer with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 at The Home Depot. How doers get more done. I am all in. I am all in with Scott Patterson, an iHeartRadio podcast. Hey, Scott Patterson, everybody. I am all in podcast. How was Germany? Uh, Germany was sehr schön. Oh, what does that mean? Very pretty. It was very good. Yeah. Nice. The German fans are just fantastic. There's so many of them. There's so many. Oh, they love Gilmore Girls? Yes, they do. It's huge in that country. That's so random. Who does your voice? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But uh, it doesn't, probably it doesn't sound like mine at all. Um, no, that'd be so cool to like, we should do that eventually. Like yes. talk to the people that do the voices yes. of you. That would be fun. That's a great idea, actually. That's a great idea. So they dub it. It's not like subtitles. It's dubbed, yeah. It might be, not you know, it's dubbed, but, but everybody you could get both. But the thing yeah. is, is everybody over there speaks English very well. They, I mean, they they learn all over Scandinavia too. They learn it from the time. My cousin kids. lives in Germany. Yeah. So it's uh, it was a great event, and uh, thank you, Dortmund and German Comic Con. It was a fantastic time. Um, Danielle, cat got your tongue. I was about to say my uncle lives in Germany. Really? No one, really? no one cares. No one cares. Really? They care. I care. I care. Where, where, in, where in Germany does your uncle live? He lives in Munich. Ah, oh, beautiful yeah. city. Beautiful city. What city were you in, Scott? I was in I Dortmund. Oh, Dortmund. You said that like four seconds. Ago. Dortmund, Germany, and they have a, uh, their their city market Christmas tree. Uh, Christmas lights presentation is the finest in the world. Actually. 100%. They have the largest Christmas tree on the planet in Dortmund in, in the city center. It's. Uh, Are least, you sure it's the largest? It's on at the least planet? 150 feet high. It makes. Taller than Rockefeller? Oh, way taller. Wow. Like it's, it's massive. It's, it's so big that you just, you stand there and gawk at it. Like, are you kidding me? 
did an alien civilization come, you know, bring this down <laughs> and 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 fasten it to the ground somehow, secure it. I mean, it's it's unbelievable. Oh my god! No one does Christmas like the Germans, oh, like the wow. Christmas markets, the decorations, <laughs> like. People in the U.S. think like Christmas in New York is no a spectacle. Oh, no. Like you have not been to Germany. I mean, it is. I mean, <laughs> New York is a spectacle. It's great, but Germany. Wow. Yeah. I mean, have they, you been to Germany, Daniel? Yeah, I studied abroad there when I went to um, oh, wow. college. Yeah, and I've been <sighs> back a couple times just yeah. to visit my own. God, in in surprising turns every step of the way today. <laughs> <laughs> um, on to something important. Our event. Mm-hmm. We have lots of questions about the event. On that December, I'm going to you read. mean the Warner Brothers event live podcast to December 22nd? And that we will be live streaming, well, not live streaming, but we'll be streaming it to 23rd. Yes, on Scott, moment. thank you for the clarity. Backslash what? I am all in. I am all in. There you go. So, Scott, you rock because we want to make sure everyone understands. 22nd is on the Warner Brothers lot if you're in LA. Yes. 23rd, if you are not in LA and you still want to watch it, right. live, live stream ish. Yes. We'll call it live stream ish because it is, it's, it's the stream of the live podcast. Oh, yeah. And, You'll see it all, mistakes and, and all. You know, editing. the film crew's going to be there. I'm going to take them around to all the, uh, to That's Luke Steiner, Mrs. Story. Kim's, uh, Lorelai's house. The gazebo. Then we're going to jump up on the stage. The dragonfly. Oh, yeah. We're going to jump up on stage and do a, introduce the guests and do a live podcast Q&A with the audience. People are flying in from Katmandu. I actually have a question. Yes. Is it all in the same, like, back lot yes. location well it's a very large area it's it's but you're whole, not like going to the other side of the lot you know what i mean like it's all there like it's it, all like there it, yeah so oh, that's so cute yes but it, but it's 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 a large area in terms of fitting a bunch of people you know in there if they're going to have seating how far of a walk oh it's from it, from luke's diner to lorelei's so luke's diner is right across the street from stars hollow high school Right, where we're they're building the platform and stage to do the podcast from, Uh, like a five minute walk or like a one minute walk. It's across the street. It's like no, no, no. From Luke's to Lorelai. To Luke's to Lorelai is oh god, it wouldn't even take a minute to get there. Oh really? Yeah, it's maybe I don't know fifty steps, seventy five steps. Yeah, it's just across (laughs) the you cross the gazebo, you cross that area, (laughs) that lawn area, and then. That is so much closer because, than I because, thought. Oh yeah, it's all right there. And Mrs. Kim's is 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 right across from that the gazebo. you can tell. Yeah, that I can yeah. tell that Mrs. Kim's. But Lorelai's right house is only like you know two houses down from Mrs. Kim's. Where's the dragonfly? Uh the dragonfly set. I don't know where they're setting that up. Um, but I think it's right mm-hmm. there too. I don't I don't know that it's right right there, but it's pretty close by. Everything's walking distance i believe well like if you not only if you want to come see everybody and the gilmore girls mm-hmm. if you want to get your steps in for the day it sounds like you could get <laughs> just do a couple maybe laps. a couple couple thousand yeah but they have uh they have the uh the golf carts the the, the huge yeah. like sort of limousine golf carts that they yeah. tow along and they have uh, you know 20 people per section and they're just you know that's what we used to do we used to film then we come out of the soundstage and we'd see the tour guides with their golf carts with all the fans and we wave and they'd get all happy and it was you know you'd see that all day so they just that's just an ongoing thing all day so that's what they'll do with the fans they're very comfortable in the shade it's wonderful 
Scott, did you know? Because I've done this tour before many mm-hmm. times. The, uh, Scott, did you know that when they do a tour, they're like, and this is the bridge where <laughs> Luke pushes oh, Jess. Oh, they, they, really? That's what they're talking about. It's literally oh, like a so staple of the tour. It's wow. so funny. And I'm like, I remember that scene. That's but, so cool. Um, and I'm, by the way, I'm wearing, I have my Luke's Diner sweater ready to wear okay oh i want one yeah man i have it ready to go someone did say on instagram that we should have to check out the gift shop after because there's a lot oh you need to buy everything yeah everything oh yeah i want so much stuff and i want christmas gifts from this i want it all wait so a lot of people are asking us about the live stream if they have to watch it right at the time it goes live and the answer is no mm-hmm. they'll it'll be up for a week right Daniel? yep that's correct so like right. let's just say you have a christmas holiday party that night that's okay you can go to your christmas holiday party and tomorrow morning when you're sipping your coffee you can watch it mm-hmm. your yeah scotty peas yeah by the way uh we now <laughs> have a relationship with warner brothers retail we are an official so, vendor wow. of warner wow. brothers studios and we will be serving Scotty P's Big Mug Coffee House Blend all week at the Warner Brothers Tour event for the holidays, December 22nd to whenever it ends. I don't know what it was, January 2nd or something like that. It just keeps going for the, the entire holidays. And they'll also be able to buy actual bags of Scotty P's Big Mug Coffee House Blend. And I mean, if that's not a reason to come, peppermint I don't know cream. Peppermint cream. Peppermint <laughs> cream. Yes. That's nice. Also, shout out. The cookie jar has been found. The one, I, I believe. Tar and I were looking at it last night. There's a we few. We texting at like midnight. I was midnight like, about, I'm obsessed with this cookie jar. So I'm in real time going to buy it right now. Somebody mm-hmm. shout out to, shout out to K-W-A-L-E-G-A on Instagram. Maxine cookie jar. Yep. That There's is a couple versions in. of her too. How do I figure out which one is the right one? We have to go back and find it. I think, Ugh, was so it last much, episode she was in? The cookie jar? So much detective work we're going to have to do, but it's worth it. <laughs> Maxine cookie jar. Okay. Um, keep qu- keep sending your questions. We'll keep answering any questions. And, and if you want to oh. book your tour, you if you want to fly in and be there, on the 22nd to watch the podcast live and to meet me and to meet the other guests, you go to wbstudiotour.com, right? Isn't that it? Yeah, that, yes, but yeah. look at Maxine's cookie jar, you guys. I got to get it. <laughs> I got to get it. I'm going to buy it today, but I need and another if, right And if one. you want to buy uh, the live stream uh, or the streaming, you go to moment.co, moment.co backslash I am all in. And if you want to buy the Maxine cookie jar, <laughs> it's been bought. <laughs> eBay, it, eBay.com. It's been bought. It's, it's been bought. Oh my God. Okay. So, Tara, later tonight, we'll figure out exactly which one I need to buy. Okay. Shout out to AstroPro for sponsoring this episode and providing free samples. It's springtime, and that means allergies. Mine have been throwing me off, and I need something that works fast. That's where Astapro comes in. It's the first of its kind nasal allergy spray, and it is the fastest 24-hour over-the-counter spray you can get. It starts working in 30 minutes while other allergy sprays take hours. Plus, it is the first and only 24-hour steroid-free allergy spray. Astapro delivers full prescription strength 
indoor and outdoor allergy relief from nasal congestion, runny and itchy nose and sneezing. So if you suffer from allergies like I do, get fast acting nasal allergy symptom relief with AstroPro. Go to AstroProAllergy.com for a discount so you can AstroPro and go today. Visit A-S-T-E-P-R-O-Allergy.com. Use as directed for relief of nasal congestion, runny nose, sneezing, and itchy nose due to allergies. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. It took 11 years to get to the sale. The NYX anniversary sale is on now at knix.com. Celebrate the intimate apparel company that has reinvented products for real life with one of NYX's biggest sales of the year. Get 30% off all leak-proof apparel from the number one leak-proof brand in North America, including period underwear, swimwear, activewear, and more. Millions of people have made the switch to NYX leak-proof underwear, and there's never been a better time for you to try. Save 30% on super comfortable, machine-washable, and great-looking underwear that's perfect for periods and light bladder leaks. Choose from a variety of colors, styles, and sizes, from extra small to 4XL. You can even match your leak-proof underwear with an incredibly supportive and comfortable NYX wireless bra. Don't miss this chance to stock up on your NYX favorites or try something new. It only happens once a year at NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com for the NYX anniversary sale. Hurry, the sale ends on Monday, May 13th. Go to NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com. All right, let's get into it. You mean the ma- amazing episode? Some might say that. Some might say it was amazing. Other, oh, did others you not might... like it? Well, I'm going to see how you guys feel about it. What? <laughs> I might be on Scott's page. <laughs> oh. What? <laughs> Damn. What do you guys even... I don't understand. I don't even understand. <laughs> oh, no. I just don't. I don't. I don't get it. Here's my problem. And I'm going to need the two of you, Tara and Amy, to pipe down when you watch an episode. Because I came in rolling hot being like, this is going to be the best episode I have seen so far. That was my problem. I was set up for failure. Well, I don't think it was the best ever. I I know, but you guys do. The two of you were like, this is such a good episode. And I'm like, everyone, be quiet. Be it quiet. I'm about yeah. to watch. Dan- Danielle texts us saying, I'm not reading your text. <laughs> the, only, the only criticism I have is that either Alexis or Rory, I'm not sure who's to blame. The fake crying was real bad at the funeral. Actually, I thought that oh, was really yeah. good. I thought, I, that, I, I, th- I, I thought that was the best part of the scene <laughs> What? because what? she was showing us a skill set that I hadn't seen before from, from Alexis. You mean being a bad fake crier? But the, the, it didn't call for real tears. It called for kind of farcical, shticky kind of fake tears. That's okay. So that's what I was Because it was kind of like you. half and half because they were half real and half fakey fake, that's which was, was perfect. Ask. For the tone of that scene, because if you're if you're in a funeral, 
and you're make trying to make jokey jokes with, you know, you know, arguably two of the best comedic actresses of our time, Lauren Graham and Melissa McCarthy, for God's sake. Right. right? Yeah. And and Alexis Bledel, who's really bringing the heat and really, you know, bringing a skill set to bear. Um, if I'm not, you know, laughing really hard, then something's wrong, I think. Either I'm jet lagged from the 11 hour flight from Copenhagen, or <laughs> it just wasn't that funny. I didn't find it that funny in the beginning. It, the thing that got a little funnier for me is when Kirk, you know, fell through the flower oh thing and yeah. says, I'm going dark, I'm going dark. But yeah. I I thought the, you know, the conversation between the three of those, the three of them, it, it wasn't like off the charts funny. I, I just kind of like sat there and watched it. No, and thought, I, hmm. I agree with you on that. I, it was kind of, I was like, oh, okay. Like it's, it was kind of funny. Like I like, it was fine. It was irreverent. The funeral was, I, I think it was Gilmore style irreverence at a yeah. funeral. I mean, that's the funeral what was not my favorite part. Well, you said it was a should great we, episode. Should we say what this episode's I about? I did, because... <laughs> yeah, wait. Yeah, okay, fine. Yeah. I'm just getting so upset. All right, let me just get this in so that everyone that's listening actually knows what episode let's, we're let's talking about. Size. Let's synopsize. <laughs> so frustrated. Okay, already. season four, episode 11, part In the Clamor and the Clanger. <laughs> Air date January 27, 2004. The church bells in the town square are back, but not everyone is thrilled about it. Lane's band gets a huge gig in NYC at CBGB, which pushes her to finally confront her mom. Lorelai finds out Luke is living with Nicole and is not okay at all. Rory (laughs) Rory confronts rumors about her at Yale, but it's not what she thinks. First of all... (sighs) I guess we're, we're about to get a tongue lashing from the sugar. Correct, because, yeah, the funeral Bring wasn't like my fate. The funeral wasn't like my favorite scene. The fake baby couldn't have been more fake in this episode. Yeah. But yeah. number one, yeah. Luke and Lorelai is a 10 out of one, 10 out of 10, 100 out of 10, whatever you want to give it. And awkward.com with the laundry guy made everything worth it to me too. Cause that was so mm-hmm. uncomps. And then when Rory confronts him, that whole thing was amazing. And excuse me, mm. Lane and her mother. Yeah. yeah. Which, yeah. Uh, which, right, Guess right, what? Right. This was an awesome episode. No, yeah, uh, that- no, but, but, but it was okay. So in my opinion, okay. Uh, and I'm not going to agree or disagree with you. I'm just going to give you my opinion. Um, Fair. That was the most powerful part of the episode was Lane, the Lane confrontation with her mother and how mm-hmm. that played out. Cause it was, it really played on our hopes and dreams for that girl and mm-hmm. for every girl who has, and, and, and then it was disappointing because she was, she was out of the house and she showed up at Yale uh, with her, with her bag and her wheelie bag and toe. Right. Uh, it, it, it made me ask the question as a parent, you know, it really, and this yeah. is, I think the power of the show is, um, you know, we can criticize it on a lot of different levels, you know, artistically, but what mm-hmm, we cannot mm-hmm. ever, ever criticize it for um, is how powerful it can be mm-hmm. when we are dealing with family and friends and, mm-hmm. and, 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 and interconnectedness of a community. And the power of mm-hmm. this show was in full display when Lane was in her bedroom discussing with her mother how long she had been involved in alternative American culture against her mother's wishes. It was, I mean, that's when the tears started coming. 
that's when you really feel because how many girls teenage girls have confronted their have, have dealt with mothers like this in one form or another one level of severity or another and and it was just it was everything it represented yeah every girl all over the world who's had struggles with their mother with their mothers mm-hmm. and that is the power of the show it's got these universal themes that they play on and you don't know when they're going to show up but they're going to show up every episode and that's the power of this show because it made me as a parent ask a, ask the question do I want my child to love their life? Mm-hmm. Or do I want my child to be envious of somebody else's life because they feel they have a miserable life? And that was the most poignant moment of that and most revealing uh, um, of character of, of Lane's journey through this piece mm-hmm. is she look, she, at, at Yale, she looked at Rory and she said, I just envy you so much. I'm so jealous Ugh. of your life. And it was heartbreaking and I mm-hmm. thought about my son and I thought, thought about everybody's kids and how, they've, how they want their children to perceive their own lives and what is the yeah. best path forward for that. And it's and just, it's, yeah, it's, 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 it's so powerful. It is so powerful because, and, and then I said to myself, you know, this show is important culturally. It's, yeah. It doesn't matter if it, if it looks like succession or if it has, you know what I mean? It, or it looks like a film or this or that. None mm-hmm. of that matters. What matters is these situations and how they make us feel. Totally. Because Mrs. Kim isn't a bad mom. Mm. She's a good mom who loves her kids so much. And I, I love the moment when they call Lorelai to tell Lorelai that Lane is with Rory mm-hmm. and she doesn't wait a breath before she says, I'm calling Mrs. Kim. And they're like, you know, they're like, Ooh. And it's because a mom knows what another mom is is experiencing. And obviously Mrs. Kim is up with the whole, with all the family and the friends and the fire department and whatnot. Yeah. And then I thought for a moment, Mrs. Kim was going to say, okay, like, I want you to be you. And basically, she sort of did, but said, you can't live here, which was even more heartbreaking. If I can count how many times my dad has told me that line, I would be a millionaire. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Which one? A hundred percent. That you can't live here? Right. If you're, you can, if you're not going to buy my, my rules, you don't need to live here. If you want to do this or if you want to do that, go for it. Do your, you know, live your life, but it's not under my house. Right. No. Yeah, a hundred percent. I got that. All the time. Like, oh, you want a 2 a.m. curfew? Not under this house. Not yeah. if you're living here. Yeah. Yeah. It's just the the rules of the house. Yeah. I, I can relate so much to Lane in this in this episode. Mm-hmm. Although I would say like my parents let me do what I want, like, you know, listen to the music I want. Like they weren't harsh like that. Right. But right, with right. rules that they set forth, if I didn't want if I didn't abide by them, then I didn't need to live there. It's just <laughs> How I grew up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it was very relatable. Yeah. Very, very relatable. Very, very powerful. I forgave Do you think- I forgave this whole episode when I saw that scene. Oh, first of all, forgave. I agree with you. Forgave. <laughs> there are two scenes. The the Lorelei and Luke and wait a minute, then wait a minute. Mrs. Did Kim you just and wait, wait a minute. Do that again. Amy, do that again. Wow, wow. I've just completely changed my opinion on this the, show. She's, Amy, you're so powerful with that wave. I gave you guys the talk to the hands. No, no, I was look, like, look at, no but now all of a sudden, this entire episode, I agree with you. It's brilliant. Everything about it, I agree with you. Dude, well, give okay. me the hand again. Give me the hand again. Talk to the hand. That's very powerful. I just Before completely flipped my brain. The, 
before we go to the other awesomeness in this episode, <laughs> let's I want to keep talking about Lane and her mom because I guess the question is does strict parenting work? Like Danielle, do you think because of the rule your dad had, you turned out I mean, obviously you turned out amazing. So yeah. do you think it was because of that? I think so. I mean, look, like you have to sympathize, like, uh, or you have to understand where, like, at least when I look back on my childhood, I'm like, I have to understand where my dad was coming from. He wanted me to be safe and at home and, you know, sheltered or whatever, which is why I didn't have a 12 a.m. curfew like the rest of my girlfriends or, you know, like things like that. So it's like there is a protection element. Um, and each situation is different for me personally. I'm grateful for how my parents raised me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's it's not just an element. It's the overarching thing is the protection side of it. I think it can go both ways, though, because I, I'm not saying my mom was like Lorelai. My parents were like, mm-hmm. they, but they were not strict, right, mm-hmm. at all. And also, I didn't do anything think bad yeah because they weren't strict i think it goes both ways it's like i think sometimes strict parents have kids that follow the rules and non-strict parents have kids that don't do anything bad because why why would i do anything bad Mm -hmm. i didn't do any i didn't i wasn't late like i came home on time it's all subjective it's like all depends on who you are who your parents are and if it works for and rory Lorelai is the opposite of Mrs. Kim, right? But Rory doesn't do anything bad. Yeah. I mean, for the most part, yeah, they've each other like little moments. Lane got drunk and Rory's done a couple things, but they both are such great kids. Yeah, but so is it parenting or is it just being a great I, I kid? Think it, or is I it- think in Rory's case, she's been the parent in one aspect or another her entire life. You know, she's she's oftentimes parented her mother true but i still think she's a great person uh, yeah, absolutely but i think i think i think emotionally uh uh rory is in a lot of ways far more mature than lane um true and true. far more mature than your, your typical 17 18 year old girl but yeah. may i throw something out to you guys mm-hmm. i think the reason they both turned out great is because they both know they are extraordinarily loved by their parent parents mm-hmm. parent even though mrs kim and lorelei could not be more opposite with mm-hmm. their styles both kids know their <laughs> mom completely right. loves them. they're they're paying attention uh, yes they're, yes they're, they're paying attention and see the thing it goes bad for kids when 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 one or both yes. parents stops paying attention and stops caring for whatever right for whatever both reason moms, yeah, that's when it goes both bad. moms are equally as involved with their daughters because right. you yeah. can't say that mrs kim is not totally involved with lane right. and obviously lorelei is completely intertwined right. with right. rory and both yeah. both both single mothers who who need to be that way you know the debate on mrs kim being single does exist though right like well there's no husband in the house what are you talking about there's no debate there, yes, there was. I read like a, uh, I don't know if it was like a Reddit. What thread is he like? A, or like the husden that we never see, but he's like sitting and watching there, TV. In there's the den controversy about it. We need to look that up. Like, where is really? Lane Kim's dad? Huh. 
Boy, Keep that, talking while I look that, it up. Yes. Because yeah. what he was mentioned in one of the earlier yes. episodes. Yeah, he was, yeah. Yeah, they did say, Miss, you know, Mr. Kim. Okay, here's what the internet says. Lane's dad died or left her mom sometime during the first or second season. It's highly surprising that Lane never said anything about this on screen. Maybe she d- d- discussed it with Rory. What happened to Lane's dad? Now, this says Mr. Kim is alive and well. During the town's International Spring Food Festival, Lane tells Rory, oh, hey, my dad's here. She and Rory both then wave to none other than Mr. Kim, who finally has a face. What, what season is that? God, this is, we're going to have to do a food festival? Freaking deep dive. Interesting. I feel like Gilmore they, like, Girls Revival solves the mystery of Mr. Kim. Oh, what was that? Oh. What was that? That was the movies. I know what the revival is, but what was how did it get resolved? That was at the food festival. Oh. But I don't we're going to need help. This says in the beginning <laughs> of the series, they mentioned Lane's father. He is, in fact, yeah. a real person. He's still married to Mrs. Kim because Lane often says parents, not mother. However, his whereabouts are never mentioned. I feel like the, the writers like I feel like the writers originally wanted Mr. and Mrs. Kim to be a thing, but then they realized Mrs. Kim was so baller on her own. They're yeah. like, let's just focus on her. <laughs> so... <sighs> <sighs> okay, here's a little more info. Mm. If you were wondering why Mr. Kim never appeared on the show until a year in the life, Amy Sherman Palladino has a perfectly good explanation. She revealed Mr. Kim wasn't necessary to build the relationship between Lane and her mother. Oh, I, I agree with that. I feel like this is an entire episode we need yeah. to do a little bit. Deep dive. Wow. Uh, anyway. Uh, continue. Look, so let's, why don't you take us through it uh, in order? And uh, Sure thing. You know, so, I, th- I, think, I think we've discussed the, f- the opening. Yeah, the funeral. Kind of like the, rock, the rocket didn't get off the launch pad on that one. Uh, and then me, it was the, the funny part for me was that <laughs> saying that five people die and then being concerned about Hank Crutzman. Right. That was funny. Uh, and who then, the fifth then, person is. Slash right. <laughs> and then thinking it's going to be poor Hank and then Hank fell and they felt like they, and I did think it was a funny out when they're like, are we the witches of Eastwick? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was funny. I don't know that they're, I don't know. It's just not for me. I don't, I don't find anything funny about aging you know people's knees going out because they're old and they fall there's there's nothing funny about that (laughs) i thought about like that sucks to be the actor that got cast as that i'm like (laughs) you got cast as the the guy that's about to die i'm like no that's so sad anyway continue all right Amy's in extreme distress right now. I'm just like, she's not even looking at us. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I was okay. She's not going to eat lunch with us today. She's going to sit at a different table. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen.
It took 11 years to get to the sale. The NYX Anniversary Sale is on now at knix.com. Celebrate the intimate apparel company that has reinvented products for real life with one of NYX's biggest sales of the year. Get 30% off all leak-proof apparel from the number one leak-proof brand in North America, including period underwear, swimwear, activewear, and more. Millions of people have made the switch to NYX leak-proof underwear, and there's never been a better time for you to try. Save 30% on super-comfortable, machine-washable, and great-looking underwear that's perfect for periods and light bladder leaks. Choose from a variety of colors, styles, and sizes, from extra small to 4XL. You can even match your leak-proof underwear with an incredibly supportive and comfortable NYX wireless bra. Don't miss this chance to stock up on your NYX favorites or try something new. It only happens once a year at NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com for the NYX anniversary sale. Hurry, the sale ends on Monday, May 13th. Go to NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, so then we go to band practice, which was kind of hilarious for me. With I just think Seb- Sebastian Bach is awesome. And yeah. they're like, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, but can you put <laughs> oh, yeah. on a jacket before you run out into the snow storm? <laughs> Uh, oh yeah, that's true. Yeah. They he was dressed. He was wearing a Von Dutch shirt. Did yeah. you guys catch short that? sleeves oh, with the with yep. the with the with the with the with it opened at the top, you know? And it's like Yeah, and it's it was like legit. 25 degrees. Legit. I also love that he's cozy in that garage. Huh? Well, that he walked away and like two seconds later he's like, guess what? We got a gig as if like, <laughs> like is it the CBGB's? And I was like, okay, like that was a quick what, call. Dudes? We got a CBGB's <laughs> Oh my god, you're pretty good. You're rug. pretty good doing Gil. Yeah. And I thought the reindeer sweater was cute. The leopard shirt Lane had on. The Von Dutch shirt Sebastian had on. And that, <laughs> that, that he brings sandwiches. I love that reference. When they're yeah. like, he brings his sandwiches. <laughs> but anyway, so so you guys are still not hooked in on <laughs> yeah. this. Just, we're, okay. still, we're still in the launch pad. We're still waiting to, yeah. to lift off I the, did, the pad. I did like the how, how it was. Uh, winter in the snow and yeah, yeah. I, did the first enjoy, snow. I did enjoy the winter. Yes. Did you yeah. like Lorelai's amazing coat with the fur collar? When when did we see this? I did. Right as we go after band practice to them walking the wa- in town. The walk in the and snow. talk and yeah with the snow. The, the fourth yeah. snow of the season. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Great debate. That's my takeaway from the episode is that coat. I, I cling to that. I cling. I was clinging to that coat until we got to the lane. You store. mock, but I was ready to hit eBay again to try and find that thing. Amy just has uh, a box. The, of, by the time we're done with this show, Amy's going to have a box Gilmore. of stuff that she ordered. I would wear that coat. I would totally wear that coat. And I tried to get the dog sweater. I got like a fake version of it. And it's just, Let's it's do a shout why? out. Let's do a shout oh. out to Brenda Maben for killing it. On the war, totally. On the yeah. Yeah. She's killing it on the war. Totally. Yeah, totally, I can totally agree. What a, what a ball! Club. Um, what a ball club! The bells are ringing. The bells are a chiming. I like the bells. 
It's a lot of bells in a small town, but yeah, I mean, if if they're going to do 10 at 10 and 11 at 11 and twice a day, it can get a little much. It's a lot. A lot of bells. It was beautiful the first time when it got the applause. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And guys, (laughs) we go to lanes and we see Rami Malek. Mm-hmm. The second he showed up on screen, I was like, "Oh my god, he's mm-hmm. such a baby!" Such a baby. Like mm-hmm. he's so cute, <laughs> so cute. And then they're sitting around and ha- wanting to get Pastor Cho or Assistant Pastor Eric and yada yada. And then Rory walks in with the book, right? Which that is really a, a secret transport. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So obviously, this scene is just sort of building up. A little bit to the blow up. Still on the launch pad. We still haven't. I'll admit that was the launch pad, but you had to have that to launch. Yeah, but now we're yeah. like four or five scenes into the episode and we're still like <laughs> T minus, you know, we're waiting for a little takeoff here. A little bit. A little bit. Fine. Then we get <laughs> another important scene, which is we're in the dorm. First of all, I don't know any dorms that are that beautiful that have a <laughs> fireplace. I know. <laughs> I I still have like a, a bone to pick with the fireplaces in all these dorm rooms. I'm just like, it's I mean, Yale. not. It's Yale. First of all, that's like a hazard. There's no chance. Second of you're, all, what dorm has a, 100%. a beautiful roaring mm-hmm. fire? You're 100% correct. Why would you trust drunken college students with a fire? <laughs> fire. You wouldn't. I don't, <laughs> I don't think that you, I don't know any dorms that have fireplaces. Not I was trying to remember if our sorority had a fireplace, and I doubt mm. it. First of all, who knows how to light a flat fire when they're that age? I don't know how now. <laughs> Yeah, I'm right there with you. I'm right there with you. I'm like, we have one at my house, and you're just. I'm like, I'm like, Dad, can you turn it on? Oh my God! If it's not a Duraflame, it's not getting lit. I've lived in the house I'm in right now for 20 years, and it has a fireplace, and I have no idea how to turn it on. That's that's so sad. I mean, turn it on. It's gas. Yeah, I think it needs like a log and like you have to have a match. I don't know how to do any of that. Maybe over here like rubbing. I can do the fireplaces that are like a button. In my old house, in my old house, I had a massive fireplace. The house was built in 1961 and it had a gas line where you would turn on the gas line underneath the kindling. You didn't really even need kindling. You just need to put the logs in. And light it up, but I like to build a traditional fire with the newspaper, and then the kindling wood, and then the logs. Oh God! And you had to have a match. No, you just needed to turn on that. It was like a it was like a metal pipe that had holes you, in it. You didn't have to light it. You lit that because the gas with, would come out of that, and it would light. Match. The, it would light the log. Yeah, yeah. You'd need a match to light. Right that. to it me, would, that's so scary. The match, and then it. Yeah, but it's just a little. It's that's all it is. It's not a big deal. I mean, you're not putting your face near it. You're just like lighting it. You'd have to have those long matches. And we would have these these glorious, massive fires uh, in the fireplace, and they were great. They were just great. I don't think you can really do it anymore anywhere. I mean, we just, you know, we did Thanksgiving in Colorado at our place, and, and uh, you know, we have a wood-burning. Uh, yeah, I have we, one here, but we have a wor- although we do have um, spare the air days mm-hmm. where you can't light right. the fire. Right. You're supposed to protect. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, fireplace 101 will continue. Yeah. <laughs> Spare uh, the air. That's a very catchy title. Spare yeah. the air. Spare the air. Yeah, you, we all live in California. Spare the air. We have that. I think uh, it's cool. 
gosh. Okay, so the other bone to pick I had with the Excuse door. Me, I'm, I'm going to go light a fire in my <laughs> gas fireplace in my new home. I'm just going to light it Did up. you see the dude fully laying, the like background actor fully laying on the bench in the dorm, like a hard bench, reading his book? No, no missed that one. Missed that one. Come on, eagle eyes. That looks he so must have been watching the episode along with us because it was still on the launch pad. <laughs> no, once, I'm sorry. I so disagree. Once we get to Yale, things start picking up. So Paris and Rory are together. And then how funny every time she says, a certain fella told me about it. And Rory yeah. just like wants to puke. Yeah. And I think this is where we learn about laundry room guy when those two girls are telling the story. And I thought it was about Rory. I did too. From that one time when she yeah, asked him of out. Course. Right? Yeah. Totally. Okay. So then now we're back at the diner. And this is this is where it launches. Luke yes, and Lorelai really have fireworks, a tussle. A little fireworks. So the bells are a chiming. She gets a little fatutzed. Yes, which is just so epic. I love it. Also, Kirk, Kirk but, has. But, but a, you know what? You know what? Here's my opinion on why she got so fatutzed. Because she loves you. Oh, oh, I think it's more than <laughs> Or it might be less than that. I think it's more about Lorelai's need to have this kind of stability in her life. Mm-hmm. Whether it's a committed relationship or not, they she wants to know that Luke is there yeah. being Luke and living upstairs. That's what she comforts her. That's part of what comforts her, right? And mm-hmm. such a shocking change. I'm with a woman in Litchfield now and I got an apartment. That's right. shocking. And that that... That scrambles her eggs. Well, that's a bad word. <laughs> actually, first of all, that's a good saying. That's that, a good saying. You know that that uh, that's that's shocking uh, for a person or anybody in a small town who needs that kind of stability. It's like, especially for her. And if you mix in the element of her personal feelings, yeah, she's gonna get she's gonna get angry a little bit. But I, I think, think but I think he represents more than that to the show and to her than just hey, I I want to maybe date him. I'm starting to have feelings for this guy. You know, I think it's more about just just characters being in their place, you know, staying put, you know. So I'm going to agree with you 50 percent. I think 50 percent of what you're saying, I think you're 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 100 percent correct for what is 50 percent of Lorelai. Mm-hmm. To me, the other half of Lorelai right. is because she loves Luke. She okay. just isn't totally aware of it. Right. Like, I, I agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. And that was, and she was confused by her own feelings. Yes, she didn't understand yes. how powerful they they would be. Because it's the same flipping her lid that she's done a couple times. Right, right. When she feels like she's losing you, right. that's what I right. think. And, she, and nobody likes to have the rug pulled out from under them that way, and get this new piece of information that is you know they weren't consulted on or told about, and you know all of those feelings of inadequacy come flooding in. Well, am I not your friend? And why didn't you tell me? And, right. You know, I mean, everybody goes through that. So did you find it, Danielle, Tara, shocking the way she reacted or made sense? Made sense to me. Just based off of like how she freaked out with the other stuff with Nicole. You know, like I was, you know, I think also like this is uh, psychiatrist Danielle coming out. I think a (laughs) part of it is also like she likes to have control over Luke. 
Like mm-hmm. she likes to know that he's in her corner at all times and that she mm-hmm. can always count on him and he's always available to her and all those type of things. And I feel like when that starts to spiral out of control, she gets really worked up. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if at this point she necessarily realizes that she, you know, loves him, mm-hmm. but right. it's more mm-hmm. of like, I like, I don't think she acknowledged like, I love this guy. I can't let him go. I think she's like, who's going to take care of these things for me now that another girl's in the picture. Right. Yeah, I think, yeah, her heart is ahead of her head. So, like, she finds out, like, oh, he moved to another county and her heart is immediately, like, in pain. But she just might not be aware of why. That changes the whole dynamic of her life in regards to her relationship with Luke. Because now there can no longer be Luke, come over, I need this. Or Luke, come over, I need this. Or Luke, come over, I'm scared. And Luke, come over. Uh, you know, I, I need this. I need to talk to you about something. And Rory, whatever. Exactly. There, there's no longer the friend that's in town that she can rely on. Exactly. And that's jarring. That's very special. All right, but think about it. Think about mm-hmm. this. Think about you've got a friend, right? Mm-hmm. And you, it's purely platonic. And they're like going to move to another couple cities over. You don't give it. You don't care. The crush, your love, even if you're not like totally aware, tells you they're moving and all of a sudden you have this sinking pit. That's because you love them. Right. But I I also don't think that her delivery (laughs) is just not great. Like for me, I was just like, Lorelai, like take a minute. I'm just like, Lorelai, take a minute and then think about what you want to say and then say it. But well, her, right, like, but she's not that way. She's never going to no, be like that. No, I know. That. Which, which uh, again, that's why I like. But wasn't I don't shocked. think. But back to my point, I don't think Lorelai thinks she likes him. Like, I don't think she's like. Oh, I my do. Crush I, is I think, moving I, to a different city. I think and my she heart does. Is broken. I think really? she sort of. Knows. I think oh she no, I don't think. So. I think she doesn't realize she likes Luke until she's about to lose him every right. time. Exactly. I don't think. I don't think she every, walks down the street thinking about Luke. You just exactly. You just she said doesn't it every have time. to think about him because she's always with him. But Tara, you just said every before she loses him every time. Exactly. Yeah. How did you not know after the first time when <laughs> Luke told you that he was getting married that you like this guy? Like this is already like three times down the road. Like That's true. you know but by technically now. Technically he you- told her he was married and she wanted to die. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but you she get what like- I'm saying? At a certain point, like yeah, you know you guys, whether you have feelings or not. Well, you talk about a slow burn. Wow, how this, happy! This is, this is masterful. This is masterful. Exactly. The, the how way happy these writers she, have have set this relationship. That's up. so t- exactly. So Scott. she's yeah. so she's so happy each time she realizes. For example, he tells her he's married. She wants to die. She's losing her mind. She looks like she's going to cry, and then. Almost immediately he says, but I'm divorced or I'm getting divorced. And she's like, oh, thank God. Same thing with this. She wants to cry and her heart breaks when he says he moved. And then when she goes to the apartment and realizes he didn't move, she's so happy Mm -hmm. immediately. Mm -hmm. So it's like she just, I don't, I don't know. She loves him. She just doesn't totally know. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. I think we're all kind of saying saying the Mm -hmm. same thing. I don't think she actually knows that she loves Luke. I think she, right now what she's concerned about is losing him out of convenience for her. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, 
There's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. It took 11 years to get to the sale. The NYX Anniversary Sale is on now at knix.com. Celebrate the intimate apparel company that has reinvented products for real life with one of NYX's biggest sales of the year. Get 30% off all leak-proof apparel from the number one leak-proof brand in North America, including period underwear, swimwear, activewear, and more. Millions of people have made the switch to NYX leak-proof underwear, and there's never been a better time for you to try. Save 30% on super-comfortable, machine-washable, and great-looking underwear that's perfect for periods and light bladder leaks. Choose from a variety of colors, styles, and sizes, from extra small to 4XL. You can even match your leak-proof underwear with an incredibly supportive and comfortable NYX wireless bra. Don't miss this chance to stock up on your NYX favorites or try something new. It only happens once a year at NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com for the NYX anniversary sale. Hurry, the sale ends on Monday, May 13th. Go to NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Here's the question, though. Do you think, Amy and Tara and Danielle, do you think that Luke thinks or knows, realizes at this point that he can no longer make the move that Lorelai is the one who who wants to make the move and Lorelai is waiting for what in other words what is wait Lorelai waiting for what set of circumstances have to come to the fore for her to make her move because we now know that Lorelai needs to be in control yeah she's a little bit out of control she freaks a little bit right that's her world and she wants to make the move she wants all of her 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 I, I'm not going to say puppets, but she needs all the players in her play to be in their place for her to be happy. Mm, yeah, and and and, and Luke, that she, was very well said. Yeah, that yeah. was yeah. that was. Does, so what is what is it going to take for her to make her move on Luke when she's good and ready? Right? When is she going to be ready? Lori's uh, Rory's away now. Right? She's an empty mm-hmm. nester. This would be the perfect time. So it seems to be you know uh, this storyline with Nicole seems to be impacting her. Lorelai in a very big way because maybe mm-hmm. now she's preparing to make her move and to sort of do it in her way in her time right because certainly um i don't know would you say that luke has tried to make his move and has been rebuffed many many times i think he's tried to make his pre-move and he's right, been right. it's been weird right i don't think there's ever been the grand move right i think i think by being always willing to help Lorelai he's showing that he cares like you know that's his way of making his move like yeah you need me to come over and fix the toaster of course I will be there let's skip ahead so we'll go out of order why does he come after their blow up why does he come over and start clearing the path because that's what he does (laughs) he's old reliable he's a guy that doesn't let these sort of 
you know, temporary conflicts affect who he is. And he wants to, her to be safe and get the car out yeah. of the driveway. And he cares. You know, he doesn't want I, her doing Luke, No, Luke knows how much he cares about Lorelai. Yes. He, yeah. knows. he knows. He knows in his heart. He And you can see that. Like, he cares about her so much that if she was just like, I love you, he would be jumping right in. Like, yeah, he, he, right, he right, moved right. back. He knows. Uh, right. I both, think he, he would goes, be jumping in with both feet if he got to go yeah. ahead. Right. It's just he doesn't know how to. He just is right. very awkward getting there. Right. But I think he goes over there. Okay. So like you've never gotten in a fight with somebody and then you like, like your boyfriend or husband or wife or whatever. And then you call them right immediately. Uh, you know, like you make up some reason, like, I know we're mad at each other, but uh, the car is making you know, a funny noise. Like, what do you whatever. want for dinner? Right. It's like he went, he has this blow up and it's like upsetting to him. So he figures out, okay. Even if we're still fighting, I need to connect with her. So he goes over to clear the snow and mm -hmm. then they get into a bigger fight. Mm -hmm. But he, that was like him, like, that was so typical couples. You know, you know what that, you, you know what that was for those two. And I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to say this and cover your ears. If you're faint of heart, that was their sex. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what do you mean by that? I'm they confused. do it with their clothes on. Yes, yelling, yelling at each other. It's their passion. That's their passion. It's all and bottled up and, and not expressed, and it's all and frustration. Their connection. Yes, they're connecting. So even yes. when they're not getting along, it's like Rory right. calls it out. She goes, "This is what you guys do. You fight. You make up. You're mm -hmm. fine." Because it's they're always connected. Yeah, you got to read between the lines. You know, you don't get to tell well, me then, what to do. I do what I want to do. I don't owe you anything, which means. And she went <laughs> man, out with I love in her heart, <laughs> putting her sweet coat on. And she wanted to be like, well, it's over. And then he doubled down. Yeah. Then uh -huh. let's just play this part through. We'll go a little out of order. There's no apology. There's no even acknowledging it. She just shows up and is like, they just, he, she walks in. And by walking in, she's forgiven because he's basically like, Caesar, oh, you're forgiven. And she's like, let's go get those bells. And then they're like, but, yeah. But that was the perfect excuse not to even acknowledge what had happened before. Well, perfect. it's more sex. Now it, it's exactly what you're saying because now. Well, it's like a date. It's like a date leading up to it, right? Yes, because now they're connecting again. Yes. You don't, they're so intertwined. You don't even have to acknowledge the fight. Mm -hmm. There's no any of that. It's just right. like, oh, here I am again. We're, we're just always going to be together. Right. right. They, get, they, then, they, get to, they get to regress into sort of high school antics and sabotage the church bells. And then we were about to have the moment. Mm -hmm. That was the moment. Except for the reverend mm -hmm. yeah. interrupted yeah, it. But that was the moment. Right. It's it's masterful. It's it's such a roller coaster ride with these two. It's just absolutely masterful. That's that, that's if the, the reverend didn't come in, was that the kiss? They're making their own church bells. Let me tell you. <laughs> making their own gong bells. Let me tell you. <laughs> okay, so here's my question for you. Both, Tara and Scott. Was Lorelai right or even justified to being so upset about him and the move to Litchfield? A little bit. 
I think so. Like, I think it I, was a sin of omission on Luke's part. I mean, he wasn't sin of omission. Yeah, he he, he wasn't honoring the friendship or their connection at all. He was just sort of that was a, a an indication that he was disconnecting from her, when maybe it wasn't his intent, but it, that's how she perceived it. That he was really unplugging from her, and that scared the heck out of her. She, yeah, got, I, I just I, I don't was, blame her. I don't blame her at all. I thought it was weird that like it's not like hey I'm going to move next week. It's like oh yeah I've I've been gone like I don't live here anymore. <laughs> like I think that's the part where I was yeah. like what why wouldn't you tell anyone? That's almost like an fu, isn't it? It's almost like yeah. a, a, you know so I kinda, a, a dish served cold. No, no, I already did it, and you don't mean. But he didn't even do anything. It, he moved and he didn't tell her and he didn't he didn't bother to tell her. <laughs> but how happy is she when she realizes he didn't move at all? He didn't move. Mm-hmm. So he like, wait a minute. Why did he even say he moved? Because he didn't move. Um, she moved or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. He, but he but he was coming back once in a while. I mean, he, he didn't move. Okay. He didn't take any clothes. He lives at his apartment. He never sleeps there. He did not move. Well, that's odd. She's like, that's odd. she basically was like, you're a bad house guest. Because right. he like just goes over there and like uses her pots and pans and eats her food. Mm-hmm. And leaves. And <laughs> well, that's I, the well, other. Well, I think he's got a pad in, in Litchfield with her and then he's got his own pad, right? I mean, so he did. No, he doesn't even live there. He Because he doesn't want to live there. Mm-hmm. If you. Why is he telling a- her that he did that then? Luke's great not, question. Luke's great not, question. Luke's I don't not know. a liar. He's not deceptive. He's no, I don't. That's a great question because I guess maybe technically he had a conversation with her, with Nicole, saying, let's live together. And he's like, okay, let's mm-hmm. try that. But it was bull. You think, S-H-I-T. You, you, you think, you think he's just messing with her to, to gauge no, her feelings? No, I think he, I think he's knows that right now he can't have Lorelai, right? Mm-hmm. Whether this is conscious or subconscious. And he's married to Nicole and they've agreed to like, try right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. he doesn't want to actually try he's fake trying he's like yeah okay we live together so he's like saying to Lorelai we live together but like if you love someone wouldn't you sleep there I just look Luke feels like he's a little bit of a, out of his league with Lorelai he does he wants her badly he's in love with her he sees the guys she dates he just maybe he just feels a little bit inadequate in that way not as a man but as you know, somebody that is not of her social order. I think that just the big move hasn't happened yet. Has he? So he's he's been to to Emily and Richard's house, right? He's been there. Didn't he go when when Richard had a heart attack? Or? Yeah, he went to yeah. the hospital. He went but to the hospital, he, but he but he's been to the house and I Emily insulted so. his truck, and he's been yes. to dinner. He's seen yeah. that wealth. He's seen. Did that. he go to dinner? Yeah, yeah. I think he he went. Yes, he dressed up. She a called him bit. the Iceman. Remember? Ice? Yeah, 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 but was that was at the party at Rory's? Remember, Emily and Richard come to the party, and she met you mo- a few times now because she's been to the diner. I'm not sure you've been to their house yet. I have been to the house because she made a comment about his truck that was insulting. She insulted the you know what out of him the that entire evening. That is familiar to me yeah, too. Yeah, 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 that's right. So he's been there. So I think I think I there's some think, he, I think there's some hesitation on his part because he kind of instinctively knows that it's it it's doomed to failure based on what she comes from, no matter what she's doing in Stars Hollow, how long she's been there. She's just a different animal 
from than him. You know, even though it's feels I just like a think perfect he's match. Just right. I just think he's sort of going through the motions. Like think back, like when you were like I don't know in college, and you kind of dated somebody, even though you're not the one. But you're like, oh, I need to date them, or or you're like. You have the crush on someone else, but they're not really giving it to you. So you date other people, but you know, it's not real. That's yeah, what he's doing with I know that Nicole. happened it's in college. Just, I, I had a crush on a girl. I never approached her. I never approached yeah, her. Yeah. It's just, Nicole is nope. just like, and I he doesn't really yeah. like her or he'd be living there. I, he's not even sleeping there. Yeah. Well, <laughs> listen, man, it's not called the, you know, it's not called Luke and Nicole. It's called Luke and Lorelai. So, <laughs> so I think you, I can, it's hard to argue with you. <laughs> okay, so let's go to the scene with Lorelai and Suki. They're looking through design books, mm-hmm. and Lorelai's upset. Fakest baby I've ever seen in my life. How <laughs> fake was that baby? That's a rubber. Yeah. That's, Real, that's, 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 a rubber. that's like rubber. a solid rubber baby. <laughs> that that's wasn't even good acting because my thing's like, okay, so here's my fake baby, right? If you're going to pick up the baby, you'd be like, <laughs> you'd like, they just did this. It was like so fake. I'm like, at least do good fake acting with the fake baby. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's it's hard to do. Uh, it's hard to imagine a rubber baby is a real baby. A real baby, you're just you know, it's hard to it's hard to. Right, have. they're not. They kind of move. It's I've not dealt. So... I've dealt with fake rubber babies before. Ooh, oh, sorry. You okay. They well, also my, have some kind of. Yeah, see, see what I mean? You wouldn't treat a real baby that way. You wouldn't just. <laughs> this like, is what they were doing. They were like, yeah, right, like they're a, doing exactly like what like an inanimate. That's how you treat an inanimate an, inanimate object. You know. Sorry, my fake baby hit the microphone. Sure did. <laughs> Child wow. bo- child bottle services is going to show up and remove that bottle from your home. <laughs> oh, I did make one other note. Sorry to go backwards. I also made a note that he did the walk. He shoveled the walk because he felt guilty for not telling her about his fake move. No, it's, no? Okay. it's just he does it every year. He does it every snowstorm. He helps her out. That's just no. that's just and who he is. Yeah, and yes. he cares, and he cares. Yeah, he cares. He ca- he's not doing that for anybody else. Yeah, he, he might be doing it for the old couple down the street, but they're probably no, he's giving definitely him not back. doing it right. right. No, he's not doing it for anybody else. <laughs> yeah, he's taking care of her, man. You know, in, in his way. You know? I don't know. I think he loves her. Uh, he does. He I'm, not, I'm not disputing that. Here. I'm not disputing that. So, okay, let's talk about Paris for a minute and that scene. First of all, the skinny scarf, alive and well. Paris wearing it. But let's talk about that scene in that class or that special, whatever they were at, that special thing or that club or whatever it was. International Relations Club. Yeah, laundry guys there. Uh And Rory loses her her bleep. Mm -hmm. I mean, good for her for saying something, but also like... Poor Rory. <laughs> I know. I know because she goes off in that that club thinking he's the guy. So she's using that sort of like innuendo or whatever you'd call it, like using the conversation. But really, she's talking to the dude. And mm-hmm. she was trying so hard not to look at him. <laughs> it was like painful. And then the pencil flew. I thought that whole the whole storyline was good. And then when she confronts him, we'll skip ahead. And it wasn't even her. I actually thought they were going to ask each other out again. I thought so too, actually. Mm-hmm. But she just walked away. It would have been. I think it would have been better if she they asked each other out. 
Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun, too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. It took 11 years to get to the sale. The NYX anniversary sale is on now at knix.com. Celebrate the intimate apparel company that has reinvented products for real life with one of NYX's biggest sales of the year. Get 30% off all leak-proof apparel from the number one leak-proof brand in North America, including period underwear, swimwear, activewear, and more. Millions of people have made the switch to NYX leak-proof underwear, and there's never been a better time for you to try. Save 30% on super comfortable, machine-washable, and great-looking underwear that's perfect for periods and light bladder leaks. Choose from a variety of colors, styles, and sizes, from extra small to 4XL. You can even match your leak-proof underwear with an incredibly supportive and comfortable NYX wireless bra. Don't miss this chance to stock up on your NYX favorites or try something new. It only happens once a year at NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com for the NYX anniversary sale. Hurry, the sale ends on Monday, May 13th. Go to NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. I love this episode. What the hell? But you don't, you can continue to love the episode. You don't need us to love it too. For you to love it and enjoy it and take it through your entire life loving it. You can <laughs> cherish it. You can cherish it at all stages of your life. Like a, cherish it like a fake baby. Yes. Am I to understand that Luke well, hope, broke the bells the first time? Um, I don't know. That that's, was that's what an I... an interesting question. That is a really penetrating, deep question. Are you, are you serious? No. Uh, no, but it is an it, it is an interesting <laughs> question. It is who who sabotaged him in the first place? I think it was Luke yeah, I because I he alluded to that very subtly, and I thought, oh, huh. yeah. Well, he knows certainly knows how to disable them. So he, he's put a little study into this, a little research. Hmm? Luke in the bell tower. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> And then what do we think about Lane showing up with her bag? I mean, Scott talked about it a little. Gosh. I just have to say, I think the reason why this is, I thought this was a good episode is not like the little tidbits. I think it was the bigger picture yep. of this I, episode. Exactly. exactly. Um, I think it was such an important episode, probably in the whole series for Lane. Like this really right. shift that character, Lane and Mrs. Kim. Right. Um. I, I did, I think we we already touched on it, but I, I did think it was good that Lorelai was like, we have to, I have to call Mrs. Kim. Like, this is what mm-hmm. any parent would do. Mm-hmm. And on that same note, though, you see that Mrs. Kim was really affected that Lane went to Lorelai and yeah. not to her. And I think that's like a really, I don't know, you, you see a different side of Mrs. Kim here because she's just super, super, like, 
emotional over this whole thing, but yeah. she's still very, very strict and sticking mm-hmm. to her guns. Like mm-hmm. she's like, I am heartbroken right now, mm-hmm. but you got to move out. I had, you a, know, I, it's just, I, I had <sighs> a lane in my life growing up, and he's still my best buddy. And he was Lane. He was the Lane to my mm. Rory. And mm. and my mom was Lorelai. Uh, mm. And he would escape his situation and come over and just to hang with us and talk to my mom. And my mom would feed him and my mom would talk to him. And love, oh, yeah, you've mentioned him. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is a, you know, this is a very common thing. You know, he was, he was trapped in a house that didn't understand him, didn't want to understand him, didn't want to pay attention. And abused him. So he would come over and, and hang with us, you know. Yeah, Lorelai's a good figure second out, mom. Figure yeah, out she, life, you know, and figure it all out, right? Lorelai is good to Lane. Mm-hmm. She is a second mom to Lane, and she, you know, lets her band practice in the garage, but when push comes to shove, she does the right mom thing. Right. You know what I mean? She'll let Lane kind of push the envelope mm-hmm. a little bit, but then at the she really... Holds the mom line. And so believe one, it or not, my lane in my life is also a drummer. No, no way. <laughs> <laughs> and a great drummer, by the way. Like a fantastic drummer. Wow. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. The one thing that for me was, so the, the, the scene when she goes to Luke, Mrs. Kim does, that's right before she finds all the stuff in the house, right? Mm-hmm. In her room. Mm-hmm. I thought it was interesting mm-hmm. that you, you saw you saw Mrs. Kim be like, I can't believe she called Lorelai. She called Luke to make sure that she's not coming to work, but she didn't call Mrs. Kim. And that's why I'm shocked that Mrs. Kim still kicked her out. Because she, I agree. Because I thought she, she was gonna come around. I agree. Yeah, or at least like be more strict or be like, we need to talk, but like to just see her go to two other people in the town and then still move that, forward. Because it hurt her out. feelings. But that ends the storyline. You can't. She has to kick her out. So the right, so the narrative right. continues. So the storyline continues That's true. to build. Right. That's such a good point. Yeah, that's, that's such a good again, point. Again, another we, another masterstroke by the writing staff. Anyway, I also right. I also think yeah. like Mrs. Kim is like, what what more can I do? She's but, still yeah. gonna do this stuff. I can keep her at home and and be as strict as I am being now. She's still gonna find a way to do what she wants to do. So she's gotta she's gotta leave the nest. Mrs. Kim is in Stars Hollow for a reason because it's a nice, small, safe town she doesn't want her daughter going to new york city to cbgb's she i I did that i went to new york to cbgb's when i was 15 16 years old you know and it's and that was okay i mean my mom was okay with that because she knew i was with my sister and her boyfriend and it was okay um so um anyway um that's why she's there and that's why lorelei's there it's a safe place away Mm -hmm. from the dangers of yeah and it's scary when you know obviously she's scared that lane's gonna get in some trouble or get injured or hurt or whatever so she's totally justified everybody's justified everybody's justified so let's get look let's start rating this uh what about your favorite lines oh favorite lines god Mm. uh there were were there any you're a rude guest not her boyfriend and then he goes husband Mm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) danielle do you have a favorite line yeah sorry if you hear my gardener but um, it's it's usually I pick a really funny line, and this one is Mrs. Kim's. You know, children do not make the rules. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it just the reason being is because mm-hmm. it just hit home for me. So you know, it, and I thought was a very pivotal part of this episode. Tara, I actually agree with Danielle. I think that line just really summed up the episode. Right. Right. Can I have a double today? No, I haven't even spoken yet. Are you kidding me <laughs> with this? You always do this. 
You always want to double, triple. Come on. Well, you know, hey, to your credit, at least you know the funny lines. Uh, well, I have one touching line. Can I? Uh, you first. You know what? I'm going to step aside here. I'm going to let you. I'm going to give you the floor. And you say as many funny lines as you want. And well, this ones. is just a touching line. Go ahead. Because I care. I don't want you to move. Mm-hmm. Why? Reverend enters. Mm-hmm. Okay. You, uh, that's great. You got. You have more? Keep going. No, I'm done now. I'm done. Sure? Okay. <laughs> Thank you so, uh, so okay. much. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> um, you know, I have to agree with uh, Danielle and Tara about uh, that very pivotal scene, very pivotal yeah. moment. Uh, yeah. Um, and they're all of my favorite lines were in that scene. Um, all yeah. right, so let's give it, what are we going to rate this out? What are we going to church use? bells? Church bells. Let's give it church bells. You want to give bells. it church bells or, uh. um, or winter coats. <laughs> or winter I was trying coats. to remember his name. <laughs> Hank, Hank Kurtzman. No, or what caskets. We could give it caskets. That seems, oh, so is that as morbid <laughs> as the opening scene? Okay. Hank. What about how many Hank? No. What was his name? No, let's Hank do church. Kretzman? Let's do church bells. Hank Kressman. Okay, church let's bells. Let's do church bells. Uh, Tara, how many church bells are you giving this? I'm going to give it a seven. Seven. Danielle. Mm-hmm. I was going to say seven. Seven. Amy. Yeah. I was going to say nine, but I, I and then I felt like I was getting peer pressured to say eight and a half, <laughs> but no, I'm saying nine. Okay, I'm going to blow some mine. Oh God! I'm gonna give it nine and a half, and I'll tell you. I'll I'll tell you. I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. Because I just did what this show does. Okay, so maybe um, the parts themselves, and Terry, Terry, you pointed this out beautifully. The parts themselves may be imperfect at times in the show, but the sum total of the parts Mm -hmm. are Mm -hmm. what you get in summation is far greater than the parts themselves. Yeah. And that's what happened with the show. That's why I give it a 9.5 because it executed beautifully on the storyline and 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 echoed out it 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 heralded out uh it trumpeted out a universal theme that is crucial to the lives of so many people on the planet and dealt with it in a very very powerful way and in a very healing way. Um and I just think that is the power of the show. Kudos to the writers. Um, very difficult to write 22 episodes on a schedule in a room with mm-hmm. other people. It's really hard to do. So to, to, to be that impactful at the end of an episode or the last part of the last third of an episode is just, for me, that's the win. I mean, there you go. Nine and a half church bells from me. And that's... I like yeah, it. Yeah. So... Um, it turned out in the end to be actually one of my favorite episodes because it's one I'm going to remember. I'm going to remember this moment with uh, with Lane and her mother. I'm going to remember this. I'm going to remember those those moments with Lane and and Rory about I I so jealous of you and I look up to you and I hate being right all the time. <laughs> so hard. It, it, it you know it must be and it also must be just very, to very very difficult. I, none is. of us know to what it's like. To follow up on what you're now, saying, yeah. Scott. Of, I know, <laughs> no, I know. Nobody's but your patience nobody's with right. us is it's just inspiring. Thank it's you inspiring. so much. To follow up on a serious note of what you yeah. were saying, not only are the writers doing 22 episodes, this is season four. So they've been cranking these episodes out amazing since the very beginning. So yeah. I say that. Um, 
All right, everybody. Thanks for downloading Best Fans on the Planet. This has been the I Am All In podcast with Scott Patterson, iHeartRadio, 111 Productions. And remember, everyone, guess what we have cooking? We have an I Am All In podcast event from Stars Hollow, Connecticut, live in person. December 22nd, get your tickets at Warner Brothers Studios Tour.com. Virtual streaming December 23rd at 5 p.m. Pacific Standard. Guests include Rose Abdo. Gypsy, Elvis Alvarado, Caesar, and Shelly Cole. Madeline tickets are $22 for the virtual stream. And get those tickets at moment.co backslash I am all in. And that is going to be a wrap on this episode. Uh, season four, episode 11, the clamor in the clamor and the clangor, which is in reference to the church bells and the air date, January 27, 2004. Thanks everybody. All the best. Much love. Stay safe. Don't forget, follow us on Instagram at I am all in podcast and email us at Gilmore at iHeartRadio.com. Oh, you Gilmore fans, if you're looking for the best cup of coffee in the world, go to my website for my company, ScottyP.com, S-C-O-T-T-Y-P.com, ScottyP.com. Grade one specialty coffee. Ah, summer, the best time of the year, usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. But what if there was another way? With IKEA, your summer plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. At IKEA, everyone can have lounge chair access. No reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, They have all of the essentials that you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Start planning a better summer with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.